How is it that there are independent musicians out there who have no ties to any big record labels or financial backing able to get their music heard by millions of people and live out their dreams of being full-time musicians? That's the question, and on this podcast, we will discover the answers together. I'm Leezy the Gifted, and this is the Music Mastery Podcast. What's going on, everybody? You're listening to another episode of the Music Mastery Podcast with your host, Leezy the Gifted. Now... Wow, this is so much different. It's 10 a.m. right now on Wednesday. And, okay, so basically, when I record my podcasts, I usually record my podcasts at night. I don't know why I do that. I think it's because... I think think it's because, like, I want to wait till the end of the day because I want to use my podcast as sort of like a wrap-up-the-day kind of thing. Um... But here's the thing. When I look at my power list every day, my podcast is the is it is the most difficult thing I have to do because it's it's really sitting down, coming up with a thought, recording it for however long and then like, you know, editing it, making it sound good and then uploading it. Like it's got the most mm, I think I think it's one of the things that has the most work behind it. It's it's uh it's kind of the most time-consuming thing. And so where I'm at right now, right? Yesterday in the podcast, I don't know if you heard it, but we talked about time management, okay? And this is definitely a tip I left out in the in the last episode. I didn't mean to. I just I just thought of it. One thing about time management is you want to get the most difficult tasks done first. I know this because I've heard it and I know it from my own personal experience. Why is that? Because basically, when you get the most difficult task done first, think about it like this, okay? Think about it like this. Let's say you're going on a hike, okay? Yesterday, I went on an amazing hike. Let's say you're going on a hike, and it's a four-mile hike. I don't know. Say it's a four-mile hike, okay? And you know that there's going to be a lot of hills, some small hills, some medium hills, and some really big hills, right? Do you, think about it like this, do you want to start with a hill or end on a hill? Really think about that for a second though. You've already gone four miles and there's already been a bunch of other hills, right? Some small hills, some medium hills, they've given you challenges, And then at the very end, on mile like 3.99 or 3.96 or whatever, right? You have this huge hill to climb. And it's super hard. Is that what you want to do to end your hike? You're already going to be tired. You're already going to be exhausted. You've already done a bunch of other hills. You don't want to end your hike that way. because. And by the way, let's also say that you know throughout the entire hike about that hill. Let's say you know that hill is coming. You're going to get stressed out. You're going to go through all these other little hills and in your head you're going to be like, well, I have that one huge hill at the end. It's going to weigh you down and stress you out. Flip it now. Let's say you have a four-mile hike and like maybe you go like a half a mile or like even like less than half a mile and then you go to the biggest hill and you start your hike and you climb this huge hill you know, for however long it is, and then you get to the top of that hill. Once you get to the top of that hill, 
right? You have the rest of your four mile hike to go, but then you're like, oh, well, I could get through all the rest of these hills because they, none of them are even close to as big as that hill. Your mindset's different. You're going to go through those hills. You're probably going to go through them faster knowing that you've already accomplished the hardest hill. And you're going to have way more faith in yourself. You're not going to be stressed out. I'm actually, it's crazy. I'm in my head right now thinking about it. And I actually feel the emotional difference just, just from imagining this scenario. I don't know if you're feeling this right now, you know, if you're really listening, but I feel the difference right now, just thinking about it. Cause I went on that hike yesterday. Um, and I remember, it's funny. I remember like in the, it's, it's, it's crazy in the, in the, uh, in the hike that we did yesterday, dude, there was like, shoot, I want, I think there was three hills and the hardest hill was the end. I didn't know that though, right? Because this is my first time being on this hike. I wish we had done the hardest hill at the beginning, but the way the route is set up, you can't really do that. But I was already gassed. I was already tired. Like I could barely get up that last hill. I wish that was at the beginning. So the point is, do the hardest thing first, right? And that's that's um, that's why, like, it's 10 a.m. right now. I've already done, uh, what did I do? I've done one thing on my power list so far. But this podcast is the hardest thing I have to do today. And I'm getting it done early. And I'm feeling energized. I'm feeling hyped. And when I'm done recording this and I schedule it out for tomorrow, the rest of my day is going to be like, oh, I could bang everything else out super quick, right? So... Um, you know, and that's not even what I wanted to talk about today. I just kind of wanted to throw that in there as sort of like an introductory thing, but you know, I just wanted to throw that out. Like, Hey, you know, make sure that whatever it is you're doing, like pick the thing. And how do you know which thing is the hardest, whichever is going to stress you out the most. That's what it is. It's not which task is actually the hardest. It's which, cause like I'll throw things on my power list that, other people might look at that and go, that's hella hard. But then I look at it and go, no, that's not, that's not as bad. You know what I mean? Like for some people, I'll give you an example. Like for some people, like recording a podcast would be impossible. Like some people would, there's no way they would do a podcast, right? So looking at that is like really hard for me. It is hard, but it's not as hard as what other people would say. Uh, editing videos. Okay. I hate editing videos. Hate, 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 hate editing videos hate, hate, hate it. But my friend Trevor likes editing videos. That's his thing, right? My friend Trevor, you know, probably isn't that into making beats. That's not his thing, but let's say he was a music guy. He's into filming and videography, right? You know, I'll give you another example. I'm not that into email marketing. I don't like it. I don't like dealing with an email provider and all this technical crap, but I do it. And if that's something on my list, I would want to do that first because it gets things out of the way. All right. Um, I'll give you, honestly, here's another great example. So on my power list, I put do three TikToks, make three TikToks and post them. That is one of the tasks that stresses me out the most. That and doing this podcast are the two things that stress me out the most. Why? Why is doing, why is making three TikToks stressful? Well, because if I have to make three new TikToks every single day, I get stressed out because I get stressed out because I have to come up with three brand new ideas and I have to make them catchy and I have to record, stop recording, record, stop. I have to make them, you know, flashy and the cuts have to be good. So 
but what I've, and, and so after this podcast, I'm going to go do three TikToks, but what's one thing you can do, this has happened to me, pick something that, you know, honestly guys, like this whole episode, I wanted to dedicate to social media anyways. And what I'm going to say right now is really pertaining to the topic of it anyways. So I'm going to, I'm going to say it right now. So, so here's a good strategy for TikTok. Now, am I an expert? No. Do I have a million followers or even a hundred thousand followers? No. Currently on TikTok, I have like either 4,500 or 4,600 followers, something like that. I have like two or three, well, I have like two videos that have kind of gone viral, not a million views, but they've gotten hundreds of thousands of views. I think I have like, mm, I want to say two or three videos have a few hundred thousand views. One of them has like 500,000 views um, off just me posting it, right? I didn't pay for promotion at all. That's the way TikTok works. And those three videos have all been like automatically gaining me new followers every day. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's super cool. So yeah, so um, here's, a, here's a good strategy for TikTok. Whatever it is you do, Find something that you do naturally, that you do every single day and just literally do that every day. And, and, and you want to, and, and put your own twist on it, put your own creativity. Look at, I, I do want to say, look at the for you page, but some of the for you page is so like oversaturated with just like hot chicks dancing, trying to show off their bodies and, you know. Some of them are like prank videos. So like, obviously like model your success after viral videos, but like, not like hot chicks dancing and shaking their butts. Like that's not, you can do that if you're a chick, I guess. Like if you're a woman listening to this podcast right now, I, sure, go ahead and try it. I'm just not a fan of going that direction. Like if I were to give branding advice to anybody, like you're a musician listening most likely. And if you're not a musician and you're an entrepreneur or you're, you know, I have people who listen who own a gym, personal trainers, you're probably not going to do this, that strategy. But like, I'm just saying like, I would never give somebody advice and tell them just show off your body and just get as much followers as you can. I wouldn't do that because I don't think you can build a viable business off of just that. You need to have more substance. You need to have more quality to your content. So model your success after the videos on TikTok that go viral that have quality to them. So if you're a music producer, like one thing I've noticed on TikTok that goes so crazy, I don't, I, I haven't done it yet, but it goes crazy when people do it, is when you make a type song. So like there's this one dude, he goes, he's kind of funny. He goes, if, I don't remember if was, he's like, if baby were to make a song, that DaBaby is a rapper. If DaBaby and Donald Trump were to get on a song together or something like that, or he'll just put these crazy combos, he'll find a beat that sounds like something they would go on, and then he he raps the lyrics and tries to sound like those people. And this dude's blown up. I don't remember his username. There's another dude, this Indian dude, who's like, if I were to feature on, and he always does that, if I were to feature on, and then he finds like famous songs like if I were to feature on this Drake song or if I were to feature on this Travis Scott song and then he like, it's dope, dude. His videos are super sick and he's blowing up off that. So trying to find videos like that really help. Like, so for me, what I'm doing, um, 
Now, I'll tell you what I'm doing and then I'll tell you the videos that blew up because those are different things. The videos that I'm doing are basically like how to make beats really easily without knowing how to play an instrument. Like those are the videos that I do on a consistent basis because I have tools that I use. Now I know how to play an instrument, but I have tools that I use that don't require you to know any music theory and you can make beats like super easily. And eventually what I wanna do is I wanna build a video course and an online program teaching rappers how to produce their own music because I personally think, I mean, that's what I've done and it's changed my career. And I think that it's something that every rapper should do. So basically my whole goal with TikTok is to show people how easy it is. So I do that. Making beats is so easy. I can make beats every single day. They're not that hard to make. They're easy. And I can film a quick video. Okay. So here's the strategy. Here's the overall strategy. Here's the repurposing of it. Here's what you can do. Okay. So on TikTok, generally videos that perform better are 15 second videos as opposed to 60 second videos. And okay, so I guess it would also help to talk about the algorithm of TikTok. So on so each platform has like a ranking system with what matters most. So like on Instagram, what matters most is engagement on the video or not the video, but like just the post on on Instagram. So like a comment is important. A share is important. A share meaning like, you know, the little like paper airplane, you click that and send it to somebody or you post it on your story. That helps your post. Saves, like you can save posts. Commenting and tagging somebody. The longer the comment, the better. And then like a like. And then time spent on the post. Those are all different things on Instagram that help an, that help a post, okay? I don't know the exact order. In fact, I should probably... Hold on, I'm gonna look that up. Instagram. Uh, I don't know how I'm gonna even look this up. I can't look it up right this second. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. But basically, like all those things. Now on TikTok, it's a little different. On TikTok, the most important stat or the most important piece of the algorithm is watch time, like percentage watch and rewatch. So think about that for a second. Percentage watched and rewatched, not watch time. That's a little different. Okay? So that means that 15 second videos have a higher chance of performing better. Cuz it's not about the I don't think so. The um, the the thing that matters most is was it rewatched? Was it rewatched? It's easier to rewatch a 15 second video than it is to rewatch a one minute video, right? So, and I'll tell you this, the three videos that have gone viral are different lengths. The first video of mine that went completely bananas was a 15 second video and it was not music related. It was literally, what's the difference between a millionaire and a billionaire? And it was like a million, well, think about a million seconds. A million seconds is like, I don't know, 12 days. And like a billion seconds is 32 years. That's the difference. It was something like that. I put a song, a Cardi B song. That was, that was literally the video and it, get, it has like 500,000 views. It's crazy. 15 seconds though. That video got me tons of followers. The other video I have, this is a one minute video. It's me explaining the 75 hard program, which I didn't even invent. I give credit to Andy Frisella. I tag him in it. I talk about him and I just say what's in it. 
it's a one minute video. It's got good music to it. I don't remember the song. It's got some Ace Hood song. It's super catchy. And it's got cuts in it. Like a lot of cuts and transitions are super catchy. That video's got like 300 or 400,000 views. That's a one minute video. Hell of people comment on that. Tons of people comment. And then the other video I have, uh, oh, this one was, and, and this one I'm really happy that blew up because it's really related to music. Um, it was basically why you should release singles rather than albums and mixtapes. And I think that's a one minute video. That video has, that's definitely, I'm pretty sure it has over 100,000 views. So boom, right? And I have a few other videos here and there with like some tens of thousands of views, okay? So the reason these videos blow up is because of like the watch time or, or the rewatch, the watch time, then it's comment, then it's like. So likes aren't really, like when people say like the video, like the video, it's like likes don't even matter to how this works. And I'm gonna explain more, okay? So now I'm gonna explain how, God, you know it's so crazy? I did not imagine this episode of this podcast being this in-depth about TikTok. I'm not even going to talk about what I was originally going to talk about. I'm going to keep going, but like, this is really good. Like, this is some good TikTok stuff. I should have talked about this hella episodes ago, but whatever. Okay, so, okay, so here's how this, and by the way, how do I know all this? Because I, so I found a guy, I'll say this at the end, basically Here's the way the algorithm works on TikTok. So it's all about categorization of your profile. You're optimizing your profile. You're categorizing your own profile. How do you do that? You do it through obviously the videos you post, the content, but it's also based on who you're following and it's based on your hashtags. So here's the purpose of hashtags on TikTok. This is super crucial. Hashtags on TikTok so when you post a video on TikTok, TikTok's algorithm is gonna look at the hashtags you used, okay? And it's gonna place your video in those hashtags into like littler groups on those people's For You pages. That's what the For You page is for. Think of the For You page as almost like a testing ground in a way. So it's gonna post your video to like I think it's like 100 to like a thousand people's for you pages. And it's gonna see how they interact with it. If they interact well, if it seems like your video's getting some good traction, it shows it to a bigger pool of people and it just keeps going and going and going. It keeps showing it to more people based on how the people in the first wave interacted with it. Okay, that's how it works essentially. So, so, that's the reason like in terms of who you follow on TikTok, it's actually really important. Okay. So like fellas, you don't want to just go follow hot chicks because your profile is not going to get categorized the right way when you want to post something. You don't want to just post a bunch of random, uh, follow a bunch of random stuff. The other thing too about TikTok that makes TikTok, I think a little bit easier is that you, like the people you follow doesn't matter. Like people barely go on the following tab. Mostly people go on the for you page. That's like the discover page. So like in terms of like when you, when I want to enjoy TikTok, like when I want to just go on TikTok and, and like just interact with TikTok, which is bad by the way, you shouldn't, you should be using social media for productivity, but like, you know, I do it. So whatever, let's, we all, we all do it. 
when you when I go to enjoy TikTok just for the entertainment, I just go for you page because that's not going to affect the ranking of my profile. But when it comes to like following people, like I'm only trying to follow people who are in the music niche or in the music space. I do follow a couple of my friends just to give them some love, but not really. Mostly I'm following musicians and music producers, right? Damn near all the stuff I post, I try to only post stuff for musicians, right? I'm trying to, and then the link in my bio is the link to this podcast. So I'm trying to really direct musicians and niche down. Um, so that's basically the whole point of it. And why am I posting so many times a day? TikTok likes when you post a lot because it's showing that you're trying to keep people on TikTok and you're on TikTok. The other thing too is you're just trying to give yourself more at-bats as Gary Vee puts it. If you post one TikTok a day, that's not bad, but like you're just giving yourself less chances to win. I'll give you an example. Like when I post three TikToks a day, if one of them flops, like most of the time one flops, like one will get like a few hundred views. One of them will get medium views, maybe close to a thousand. And then another video will completely blow up, right? Well, I just posted three. If, it, if I said I was going to post one TikTok a day, I wouldn't hit that blow up TikTok for three days. But if I post them all, I post it that day, I get it that day. Then the next day I have the next chance to blow up and the next day I have the next chance to blow up, right? That's, and that applies to everything. That applies to YouTube. That applies to your music, podcasts. Why am I putting out a new podcast every day? I couldn't post three podcasts a day. That would be ridiculous. But one podcast a day is pretty ridiculous still, but why am I doing that? Cause I'm giving myself more at bats. You've got to do the same. Okay. Here's the next benefit of TikTok. What you can do is when you post a TikTok, you can automatically repurpose and repost it to like Instagram and you can save that video as well. Why is this good? Well, now if I'm thinking, well, I want to post to TikTok three times a day. You don't have to post on Instagram at all. Meaning you don't have to make an Instagram post. All you have to do, take the TikToks you just made, number one, save them to your camera roll or just send them right to Instagram as you post it. I wouldn't do that. I would save them to your camera roll, repost it, take your time with the caption. You know what I'm saying? With the hashtags, all that. So that's what I do. So I, I'll post my three TikToks. I'll save them all. And then I could post three times on Instagram or I could post once a day. See, posting once a day on Instagram is, is solid. If you post twice a day on Instagram, that's good too. But posting once a day on Instagram, in my opinion, that's a good, that's, that's good. There's that's, that's, that's a good rate to post on Instagram. I don't think that's good for TikTok. I think it is good for Instagram. So now you have posts for three days. Got it. Also, you might post something on TikTok that worked for TikTok that you didn't necessarily want to post on your Instagram feed. Like that happens to me all the time. But what you can do is let's say you post, okay, so I'll post three TikToks. One will be 15 seconds, another will be a minute, and another one will be a minute, okay? And all three of them are not related to each other. So that 15-second video, I'll post on my IG story because IG stories is 15 seconds. I'm not going to post that on my feed because it just doesn't fit. But the one-minute video, I'm like, okay, that one-minute video, let's say I make a video of me making a beat. Well, that fits very well with my branding because I'm a musician. But if I have a video where like that, that video I told you where I said the difference between millionaires and billionaires, that doesn't fit with my brand on Instagram at all. I threw that out on TikTok as an experiment. It doesn't really fit with my Instagram brand. My Instagram is like strict music. It is with TikTok too, but because I post so much on TikTok, I can afford to have one or two videos off brand every once in a while. 
Instagram, I'm keeping it pretty straight. Me, music, my brand, all that, right? So I won't, but I'll have that one video where I can post it on Instagram, that beat making video. And it, and it shows like people like the beat making videos. If you go on my Instagram and you look and you see, hey, you can tell which videos are the TikTok videos because on the video itself, it's got like a color box, text box. Those are the TikTok videos, okay? They're pretty engaging as well and they're helpful. So that really helps a lot, okay? Here's another thing you can do. Take your process, whatever you're, so take your process and instead of making it, try to fit it in one video, intentionally break it up into three parts or four parts. Here's what I do. So when making beats, you know, basically I've got the melodies, right? Like the pianos or the guitar or whatever. And then I've got the drums. Those are two separate parts, okay? So, so what I'll do is I will intentionally break those up into two videos. Now, here's the advantage of that. Number one, I now have two different videos. Number two, because I don't have to spend as much time on each, I can make them both 15 second videos. Or, or, or like 16 or 17 or 18 seconds, right? But I can make them shorter, therefore, giving them a higher chance to pop off because we want rewatch, right? Then I can also say like for part two or part two coming soon. When, I, when you say something like that, like a part two coming soon or part three coming soon, every time that's happened to me where I'm watching a video and I'm super into it and then they go like for part two or part two coming soon, you know what I do? I go right to that person's profile and I see if the part two is up yet. Ah, now I'm spending more time on that person's profile, more likely to follow them, more likely to watch more of their content. Now, TikTok favors that person. So same thing with me. If I give somebody a really great tip on how to make a beat and then I go, hey, I'm finishing the beat in the next video. Now people are like, okay, I wanna check the next video, which again, I make immediately. Then the third part of it, by the way, is recording vocals, which I don't always do, but sometimes I do. Now I'm recording vocals. That's a whole nother part of the video and I'm gonna show you the end product in part three. Sometimes I do that, sometimes I don't. Honestly, if I did that every single day, that would probably be smart because then I could exercise my lyric writing and all that. So do you guys see this though? Now I can, and by the way, what, what, this is the best, man, honestly, this is what I'm gonna start doing. All three of those videos that I just posted on TikTok, here's what you do. Don't post them as three separate, well, you could do this. There's two ideas you could do. Number one, you could post all three of those videos as three separate Instagram videos. That's not a bad idea, actually. Or what you could do is you could post all three of them as one post, as a carousel post. And the, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to experiment with both. But the reason you want to do carousel posts is because Instagram favors carousel posts. One thing on Instagram is time spent on a post. If your post is only 15 seconds, that's good. But if you have like a swipe left for part two or swipe left for part three and people are sitting on that post, spending way more time on that post, that's gonna favor that post heavily rather than trying to spread yourself thin between three posts. So that's where the differences between Instagram and TikTok come in. But the point is, guys, you can use TikTok, right? As basically your content creation hub for Instagram. 
So you don't even need to worry about making content specifically for Instagram. Now, once in a while, if you wanna post a picture of you and your friends or a picture of you and your family, you do it on Instagram. Instagram's for pictures, TikTok, you don't do pictures. We don't have pictures, we don't have stories. That's for Instagram, right? Instagram obviously as well is way more powerful for networking as of right now because there's more members on it. But TikTok will get to that point where it's a little bit more, there is more. Okay, so do you guys get where I'm coming from though? Right, you get what I'm saying? You get how powerful this is? So this isn't even what I originally wanted to talk about today, but what I'm gonna talk about tomorrow is basically what I'm doing is I'm starting this thing that I learned from Adam Ivey who is, is a guy in music marketing. He's an expert. He has like 188,000 subscribers on YouTube, almost 60,000 followers on Instagram, makes a full-time living as a musician. In fact, makes very good money as a musician. Um, I've been in his Sell Music Masterclass and I've had him on this podcast. In fact, I had him on the pod when it was called Big Talk with Leezy. But I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna, I'm gonna re-upload that podcast here from the Music Mastery podcast. But if you want, if you can, if you want to, you can go scroll down and see there's a there's a video, or not a video, there's a podcast of me and Adam Ivy. There's gems. But he has this thing called a thousand followers in 90 days. And I'm gonna start that tomorrow on well, you're gonna be well, yeah, June 11th. I'm gonna start that. So, and the reason I'm not doing it today is just because I have a bunch of things on my plate already. But I am gonna do it tomorrow, starting for 90 days. So I'm gonna and I'm gonna document my journey here on the pod. We'll see if I'm able to get a thousand new followers. Um, and I'm gonna explain the whole strategy behind it. I'm gonna credit him a lot, and I'm gonna document my journey. Okay. So hey, if you got any value out of this episode subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and leave a review. A review is kind of like a comment. That's going to really help this podcast rank in the iTunes um, podcast app, which is basically, I think 88 or 90% of the people who listen to this pod are from iTunes. If you're on Spotify or Stitcher, just share the podcast with somebody, send it in a text or a DM. But I just want to spread this podcast as much as possible, okay? Thank you guys so much for listening. Stay tuned for tomorrow where we're going to talk about the 90,000 new followers and 90 day strategy. And I'm going to start documenting my journey. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Visions of a legend, you can never tie me down. Remember when they hated on me, but they like me now. Dripping way too heavy, gotta wipe me down. Living in the club, they try to strike me down. Visions of a legend, visions of a legend.